The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? If you change your mind, take a chance, on the first thing in line, I'm still free, take a chance on me, if you need me, let me know, gonna be around, if you got no place to go, when you're feeling down, if you're all alone, when the pretty birds have gone, give me what I need, what do I need, give me the introduction, let me take Oh, yeah. <laughs> One. <laughs> Three, Do it. two, one, and her bucket. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it's, it's my brother, my brother, and me. It's an advice show for the modern era. I am uh, Justin McElroy here three days out from... Thanksgiving, the giving of thanks. I am Travis McElroy, the duck in the turducken. I am Griffin McElroy, the salmonella left over <laughs> in the pan. <laughs> DJ Salmonella would be a good DJ. Name. It would be. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Uh, so, so this is an advice show for the modern era, in case you're a first-timer. Uh, and I know we do have some listening this very week, so know that you are in the presence of those whose eyes, ears, hearts, mouths, and throats are about to be opened to wisdom. Ugh, I don't. I didn't like that at all. Did Every orifice like open to wisdom. <laughs> I like this. No zero. orifice. I don't place. think. What we're saying is we don't have enough prongs between us to fill all the orifices I with wisdom. Do not care for this one bit. Yeah. Do you have an, an, a crevasse that is not being filled with Can you feel my wisdom inside you? <laughs> one question, one. Don't be itchy. <laughs> it's just wisdom. It's just a- Kit writes, I recently broke up with my boyfriend, and I'm in a weird situation. We dated four years, and the thing is he still wants to be friends, and I somehow do too. After breaking up, I naturally realized all the bad qualities he had. I finally realized I'm a much better person than he is, but not being friends with him seems like it'll leave a big hole in my life. What should I do? Is this natural? Like I said, this is only my second breakup. Should I just suck it up and continue to be his friend? Says Kit. Hmm. Oh, friends after the breakup. I guess it can't, 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 doesn't really happen. Here's the thing. If you try to maintain your relationship with him right now, especially right now, um, all your, you're just going to fall in the same patterns. You, you broke up for a reason and uh, most of dating is spending time with each other, right? Like that. Sure. Yeah. Right. So, and, I mean, in theory, yeah, it works out, right? Yeah. You right. spend time with people. That's how you become friends. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, but I but, think that that you just used a phrase that's very important to this, which is you can't think of the phrase, we should stay friends. You need to become friends because you're not friends right now. Too true, and you don't, and you can't do that right away. You're, there's the temptation. I get it. They're, they are going to leave a hole in your life, but you got to remember that that's a that's a boyfriend shaped hole. It's not a him shaped hole. <laughs> We've talked about this before. You're not looking for. You, you don't miss the person. You miss the the relationship, and you can't just have that back by being friends. It doesn't. It doesn't work. And you like also. That. When did we ever talk about this before? <laughs> did, did one of us write a book called Boyfriend Shaped Hole? Because that, that sounds like a national bestseller waiting to happen. It does, right? Um, no, I mean, we talked about how people, you know, they don't miss the person as much as they miss the relationship. Yeah, sure. um, and you also need to be careful because being that close with him immediately afterwards can get in the way of you moving on, can get in the way of you getting over this breakup. Because you're seeing him all the time and still hanging out, so all these feelings are lingering. And you know, cut ties till you're ready to be friends. You know, you don't suck it up. You Mm -hmm. know, like there's no rush on this. You do definitely. Time is the is the most important thing. You really can't rush back into any any kind of relationship with him. You got to figure out the two of you alone by yourselves and not not together before you can really make any sort of dent in like a friendship type situation. And like if you're a better person than him and 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 it's th- that sort of thing, then you probably 
don't need a friendship with him. I mean, I know that's kind of harsh, but he sucks. Yeah. He sucks, right? There are plenty of people on this planet that you can be friends with. Like Tell us. Me, like, we're your new boyfriends. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know about all that. Um, I'm your new boyfriend. <laughs> that, okay. Justin McElroy, half husband, half boyfriend, all podcast. <laughs> Uh, so hopefully that will be very, very helpful to you. And I hope that that makes uh, a lot of sense. Now we got another question coming from Formspring. Uh, Formspring. Do want to remind you though, if you do use Formspring, go ahead and throw a name in there, even if it's a pseudonym. Especially so if it's a pseudonym. Especially if it's a clever pseudonym. Aside from getting my sexy right, how can I parlay my relationship as the smartest guy in my high school into dating successes? Can't. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. Gotta get rich. Why don't you use your big your big brain and figure this one out by yourself there, nerdo? <laughs> hey, boy, Dexter. Hey, Quentin. Why don't you go ahead and use your brain juice? Why don't You're you so go smart. ahead and flex that gray matter and get yourself a girlfriend? You're so Nerd. smart. Nerd, figure it out. <laughs> Brainiac. No, you can't, though. You can't um, do it, though. Can't do it, though. If, they, if, they, if girls like to be into smart guys, they wouldn't call them lonely smart guys. They'd call them, like, Baseball players or something. Unless, sure. unless, unless your school has an awesome quiz bowl team and you can take them to state. Quiz okay. bowl king, I yeah, love it. That that addendum was unnecessary because such a thing <laughs> cannot, does not exist. <laughs> uh, you, you get a quiz bowl I, letterman's jacket. I don't know. There's going to, <laughs> going to see the quiz bowl just really gets me quivering in my loins. Yeah, definitely. Just seeing them work it, it's like. Um, like Youth Jeopardy, like rock hard, <laughs> rock hard, rock hard. If you could do, rock if hard. you could do a triple crown of like Quiz Bowl champion, spelling bee winner, and mathlete supreme, you've got it. Mm-hmm. Sure, just wear uh, that golden horseshoe around your neck. Yep. What's up? Now the the problem with this is, of course, you you can't you can't uh, you 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 can't be attractive and be smart. Not at your not age. Hi, not especially not in high school. Nope. Not in high school. Now in, in college. In, in college, you will find groups of equally intelligent people that you can mingle with, and yeah. then your you know being the the leader of the pack um, will will you know allow you more leverage in that department. But in high school, that that ship sailed, dog. Yeah, you are going to be when you get to college. Though, you're going to be leather elbow patch deep in vagina. But <laughs> right now, no, Tram? nope. Nope. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can recommend right now is to try to start practicing your acerbic wit. Um, yeah. And so that way, by the time you get to college, you've got it perfected. Um, you've already got withering barbs yeah, lined up. That's the best way to go. <laughs> well, w- well, wait a minute. I mean, maybe things. Uh, it's been a while since any of us have been in high school. Like, maybe things. Like, you know how young wait, people Enrolled in high school or been in a high school kind of lurking around? <laughs> um, enrolled and taking classes in high school. Okay. Appropriate high school age. Um, young people always, you know, emulate the things that their cooler, older friends or friends of siblings do, right? So maybe like high school now is college for us, and maybe being a like a, a witty smartass is is you know hot shit now. Yeah. So what you're saying is, what you're saying is now that all of us are older, too old for high school, mm-hmm. we should go back. And act like we're attracted to smart guys, so that'll be a new thing. Yep, in high school. That's what you're saying. We should. I'm go to saying all school. of us should get really intelligent seventeen-year-old boyfriends. <laughs> He's our new boyfriend now. Not how we we're his new boyfriend, and he is in turn our new boyfriend. Is that what you're saying? I'm this, having a hard time pay, keeping up. No, no, you're right on it. You're right <laughs> okay, on I did understand that correctly. You think I'm we saying, should start a new craze of being into smart guys? Yep. I'm saying keep being the smartest guy in your high school. Because you're gonna, it's gonna pay dividends way bigger than you know awkward high school relationships. You're gonna go to a good college. You're gonna learn a lot, and you know you're just gonna have, you're gonna enrich yourself. And really, in the end, I, I just finished Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers. Like, you're just, you're gonna be the next Bill Gates. I can tell. Form Spring, and you yeah. got nothing to worry about. And I'm gonna give just a last, last answer here. Two words: weird science. Check it out. There it is. I'm not gonna Check say anything else. Just check it out. Weird science. Check gonna, it out. I got a Yahoo. Break it off. 
I actually have like nine Yahoo. Should we explain? Yahoo Answers is a web service. We do not solicit these questions, but we do find them. Kind of, it's like kind of like a a uh, an airdrop of wisdom mm-hmm. that that no one requested. Um, here's one that was sent in by get this Leviticus Sutherland. Mm, yes. Have you oh, ever God. heard a name cooler than that? I just choked Sorry, on Max. water. Sorry, Max Jackman, you done been bumped. You got bumped. Nah, Max, Max you're cool. You're Could you say that name one uh, more time? Leviticus Sutherland. Oh, Jesus. He sounds like an 18th century detective. Yeah. God, that's hot. I want to I write a book now so I can have a lead character named that. Um, this question was asked by Yahoo Answers user Nat Ilf, who asked, what is the heaviest babby to ever be birthed? Jesus. Uh-uh. Really? Again with the babby? Again with the babby. Um, uh, fucking cut it out. Uh, she, she goes on to ask, I am pregnate, due on Christmas, and the doctors say my babby is very heavy. I think they said he was going to be 175 pounds. <laughs> what? Can I, can I do anything to make my babby smaller? I am really worried about the labor. Bitch, you should be. <laughs> That's going to be a, a wicked labor. <laughs> it's gonna wow. Be, you will most certainly die. Your, your lower section will open up, it will bloom like a flower when you pass that 175-pound man <laughs> through your lady man. tubes. Let's be honest. This guy's wearing her like an inner tube right now. He's just walking around with his mom around his waist. Sure. This is, it's vulgar. He's already applying for jobs. It's really awful. Oh, God. Is, so is this like an early God. onset Early onset, like Jack disease. You is think that, that what's going on here? You think that job market is tough right now? <laughs> Try going in with your mom with her skin stretched out all around your, your hands and feet. I see a human face sticking out of your chest, like through the skin. What is going on? We're in both you? applying. <laughs> hire, competing. You hire both of us, or you hire neither of us, unless it's a very compelling offer. And then I, I, I will consider a late term abortion. <laughs> Although. <laughs> You know what? You know what, conservatives? That is one area where if you abort a full-grown man, I think I can get on board with you that that should be a crime. <laughs> when does conce- when does life begin? I think when you have stubble. I think definitely <laughs> at life has officially begun. At six, yeah. Sure. Life begins at six feet. <laughs> I mean, what can the let's 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 apply some some rationale to this, okay? Uh, for a change. What could what the fuck kind of like miscommunication has this woman had with her doctor like is there another like a metric maybe 175 ounces but even that that's a hefty ass baby right and nobody uses numbers like that all i can think is nobody's like, like how much is that how much is this car weigh like a billion grams <laughs> <laughs> in fluid ounces how yeah. many how how big's my babe how about this maybe she is preg- pregnant in the uk and the, like the doctor's bill was 175 pounds. Oh. Okay, I like. I think that that could be possible. Except everybody in the UK knows how to spell baby. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm. With, well, with no, an oh e. shit, maybe this is a regional thing. Maybe this is like you in know, the land of giants. Towers. Like they spell it wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how bad? I don't even care about the miscommunication. Like, how bad have you been at weights your whole life that you don't <laughs> like? That doesn't immediately like. Whoa! Did you say 175? That sounds like like a heavy you, person. You only weigh 130 pounds. Right. You physically can't. You physically cannot have that in you. Unless her baby is composed of black matter. Like this is my baby, unless dark matter. Unless your urethra is a TARDIS, there is literally <laughs> no way that you could have that in you. It's like no, it's like the genie bottle. You see. <laughs> And I just said urethra as if that was some kind of body part that's involved in the passing of babies through humans. That is, in fact, the like the tube that a man's uh, urine goes out, right? Ladies have them. Don't ladies have them too? Like uh, I don't know. Like... Anybody know a doctor? <laughs> um, uh, so the u- urethra is where your baby is. So You're going to pee come... out that 175-pound baby through your ure- urethra, and it's going to be the worst day of your life. Yeah. Enjoy that, Elf. You're a dead woman. <laughs> If you have, if you want to reduce the size of your 175 pound baby, just go through a narrow door frame, running really quickly. <laughs> you should knock something off. I think it would help. Uh, I'm in love with a girl, and I've been thinking about asking her out for a while now. She is a female human, not a goose. 
I'm about 95% sure she loves me, so I know she'll say yes. The only problem is my friends dislike her, and they think she's ugly, and they don't know why I talk to her. If I, I Honesty, so important in a relationship. <laughs> uh, if I date her, all my friends will surely give me hell about it. Do I ask her out like I want to? Do I not date her because it would make my friends happy? Help me, brothers. Gmail. Jamal. Yep. There's there's some problems I have with this. Some some gaps I feel like are in the story that make it hard to give advising. Mm-hmm. She, he's in love with her, and yet he's been thinking about asking her out. Oh, I don't know about love. Then uh, he that instantly makes it, me think that he's like fourteen, maybe yeah. eight, eight. Okay, eight years old. Let's not despair. And your friends dislike her because she has cooties. Yeah. No, I. I <sighs> Obviously, if you think there's a real chance at love, real chance, then you you got to take it. You always if there's a, a a number one in the in the NBNBAM book of wisdom after packing bags and wags, it's it's if there's a chance at love, take it. But I also think I think we have an opportunity here where we get those questions where it's like my friend just started dating a girl. She's absolutely horrible. We can't stand her. Do we like, we have a chance now to look at this from the other side of the coin and say, you know, maybe you're ignoring these things that your friends see and you're, you know, focusing on the good qualities and you need to flash forward to like three months from now where she ends every sentence with the word, what, you know? And it's like, I can't stand you anymore. (laughs) Uh, you're getting tra- in on that. You're getting down on that future hypothetical time travel train. Yep, I'm all about that. You're saying uh, we can stop this problem that will be a problem in the future. In the past, as if we were from the future. No, I have a huge problem with this from a sustainability perspective. If people don't keep making mistakes, where do we get questions from? Okay, we can't. We can't preemptively keep people from ruining their lives. They got to ruin their lives and then come to us. That's okay. fair. You're right. You're so, right. So do it. I guess what I'm saying is go for it. <laughs> Um, I, I think that you need to realize that you're you're faced with either you lose uh, this girl or you lose your friendships because you're going in. You can't not know that your friends don't like her. Like you can't ignore that from here on in. So anytime you all hang out together, you know, you, you're going to know that they don't want her there. But. Um, I will say that if your friends all dislike her and continue to dislike her after you date her because they think she's ugly, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, fuck them. I, I, I know one of your friends that's getting their smooch on, and that's you. <laughs> Going to Smoochburg every weekend night underneath the bleachers, and what are your friends doing? They're all sad reading the new Harry Potter and crying themselves to sleep. And you're getting your smooch. You're going to smooch, Smoochville. Getting the smooch gone. Is that what you do in high school? Yep. Smooch? Mm-hmm. You smooch all the You become stuff. the mayor of Smooch Town. You become the mayor of Smooch Town, and you get your smooch going. So I guess what we're saying is um, smoocher. Yeah. Just smoocher, silly. Smoocher, you goose. Uh, hey, brothers. Hey. Uh, I, I watch a lot of films, and there's always someone who has to ruin the experience by asking questions or trying to guess the ending. It is really annoying. So what's the best way to shut them up? God, I hate that. Ah! Oh, it makes me so angry. I wish I knew. What's fun is growing up, our, our dad used to do this thing where he didn't guess the ending, but he would just go, uh, and nod his head about like 15 minutes into the movie. And like, I knew that he had just figured out what was going to happen 15 minutes in. And I'd be sitting there going, what? What did I mean? What is it? What? Uh, uh, and then the whole movie. I was just trying to figure out how my dad was so much smarter than I was. Yeah, he, it, it's uncanny. Um, now, as far as actually, uh, God, that's so tough because it, it's hard to not do it and not look like a a jerk hole to say like, "Excuse me, whatever you're saying, this movie is more important." Mm-hmm. But I think you have to do it once, yeah, or else you're going to live your life like that. Well, and also, I think this is really one of those. This is one of those situations that can only be fixed. And I, I rarely, if ever, condone this this approach. But you gotta be as passive aggressive as humanly possible about it. Because if you come out, then you're a jerk who ruined movie night. Um, but if you if you sigh like really hard when they ask questions, but not too hard. 
I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Keep the remote control in your hand. And when as soon as they start talking, pause it. Yeah. And, that is and give them their give them your full attention. Now, if you're in a movie theater, like this isn't a movie night. This is like out in public paid for a ticket movie theater. The power of a withering glance cannot be ignored. Like if they're sitting right behind you, just do a slow burn around, stare them full in the face and then turn back around. Is there anything more infuriating than than infractions on on like movie going etiquette? No. It is the most frustrating thing on the planet. I, I went to see the new Harry Potter movie yesterday and sat next to um, this irresponsibly overweight family that uh, <laughs> would like would not budge when I had to go use the restroom because that movie is four days long. Like I had to use the restroom because I'm a human and I process fluid and food through my body and sometimes I have to go through the bathroom. And these fuckers like wouldn't move their legs for me, like, just looked at me Ugh. as I tried to walk by, like, just kept their big, horrible, fat shanks, like, just sticking out in the eye, like, climb them, like I was in fucking football training camp, and then, like, would not stop talking throughout the movie, but not saying anything insightful, but, like, a character would die, and they'd be like, really? What are you adding to my experience? Other than, I guess, increasing my dexterity by not moving your big, stupid trunks. <laughs> It, it makes. I'm still angry about it. I've been angry about it for 48 hours. Here's what you do. Next time you're next to a fat person, won't shut up. Just lean over halfway through the movie and say, "If you say one more word, I'm going to slit your throat open and drink your neck jelly. <laughs> drink your neck butter. Big fat dr- awful creep. I'm drink your fucking neck jelly, you weirdo. Ugh. God, that's irritating. I would rather. I would rather hang out with racists mm-hmm. and people who cut line in traffic. Than people who talk in movie theater. It's yeah. just so clearly not what you do. Well, because it's self-centered. It's like it's ignoring everyone else's experience. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's convincing yourself that you're the only person on earth having an experience. Because you know it's annoying. Like there's no way you can ignore the fact that you're interrupting everyone else's experience. But you're just yeah. like, fuck it. I paid for a ticket too. Yeah, but so did all those people. You have just ruined like twenty dollars for everyone in the theater. We're not really helping. I know. Um, <laughs> We're commiserating, which is a way of helping. It, it is. Sometimes it's all you need. That is annoying. You know what? If, 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 if someone is talking and you can tell people around you are getting irritated, stand up and say, shut up. Yeah. We're watching a movie and you will be a hero. Because the thing is, just know that everyone in the theater is thinking the exact same thing and wishing someone would say something. And, but like everyone's like, I don't know. I don't. And if you say it, you are going to be met with silent applause. Because yeah. they don't and, want to disrupt the movie. Yeah, but then you read those those things in the newspaper. It's like, man gets stabbed to death with, like, trimming, like, hedge trimming scissors in a movie theater because he stood up to the, the theater bully. Like, <laughs> it happens because it's dark and anonymous, and you can, just, you can just stab people to death in there, and, like, it doesn't matter. That's why everyone's so afraid. That's why nobody speaks Griffin, up. Griffin, can I tell you something mm. right now? And you know I love you. And you're mm. my brother, my blood. I love are, you. Are you going to make fun of me for saying head shearing trimmer to scissors? Because <laughs> no. I couldn't think of what they're called. No. I want to tell you later. Remind me after the show I'll do that. Uh, right now I need to tell you that you're letting the terrorists win. Wow. But it's not terrorists, Justin. It, they aren't. No, it's they're not terrorists. terrorists. It's, it's you and me. It's, it's, you, it's not you and me because obviously we have sense in our goddamn heads. But like, it's people like you and me. It's Americans. People who talk in a movie theater... Someone stands up to them, and then they kill them. They're a terrorist. That's what they're doing. They're striking fear for all those people who who uh, want to talk in movie theaters. Now they get a free pass because some dumbass killed somebody one time. Yep. It's more than You months. know what? Oh, shit. Equal and opposite reaction. you got to kill somebody. <laughs> kill somebody it. for talking in a movie theater. The fear will balance out the fear. That's fair. Yeah. And I also tell you, if you do a movie night at home and you kill the first person <laughs> to see, I guarantee you won't have that problem anymore. No so, more movie nights for you. Yeah. <laughs> see, it, it, this this whole thing was panning for gold. You thought we weren't going to help this person, but we did. Kill him. Kill, kill the person murder. who talks. Straight up yeah. murder time. Yeah, and the, nobody talks in jail at movies because they're <laughs> in the movies to jail. Yahoo That's answers. a fact. Yahoo Answers. This one was sent in by Clayton A. Yahoo Answers user Joe asks, best for loco flavor? I feel like it's time for us to address this. Okay. Uh, Joe asks, so I just darn a cranberry lemonade and then a blue raspberry and then a watermelon. I'm about to drive to the store to get another. What flavor should I get? 
a how about how about hospital flavor? Dead <laughs> flavor of dead. what? Yeah, for loco. But Travis, do you not? Are you not? Are you liking a bubble? What is that? Are you a bubble boy? Apparently. Four Loco is like, um, I don't know, locally we have Sparks. I don't know if you... Oh, it's so oh. much worse than that, though. Is it worse than Sparks? It's yeah. like that. They just The FDA just said their Four Loco is illegal. People call it a blackout in a can. Oh. Yeah. Travis and I, um, we make a beverage. I don't know if we've talked about it on the show before. The, uh, um, the trash the trash. I'm, I'm almost afraid. I'm afraid to talk about it, Griffin. I'm afraid to unleash it. I feel like we shouldn't, like we almost shouldn't talk about it because we're going to get imitators and then someone will almost certainly die and then that shit will be on us. Um, anyway, Let's say hypothetically, goes, but not, not encouraged to do this. Don't do it at all, but it, it's really cheap and it gets you real fucked up. Uh, <laughs> You take a, a 40 ounce of malt liquor, drink it to the label, refill it with an energy beer, and then you drink that whole thing. You drink the entire production. It costs um, you like $6 and six years of your life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, I, I imagine it's the same thing as a Four loco, but I, I can't imagine anything being more, um, I don't know, horrible than a Trash Monkey. So that's why I, I, don't, I don't buy into and- this whole Four loco fervor. Let okay. me tell you though that a trash monkey it sounds gross and it is um but what I am a gentleman like with racist. a strong is it racist? No no no. No no. No no no. This is, it's beautiful. I... Um I am a man with a strong tolerance. I can't handle two of them. Like two of them puts me on my ass. Like you only need one. It's the most beautiful drink. Don't ever drink it. Don't do it. Don't ever drink it. In fact, don't drink Four loco. Don't drink Sparks. Don't drink. I, uh, I've drinking, never understood I, the logic of an energy beer. Like, man, I want to get real fucked up and also real coherent. I like the thing about it is that your body has one defense against not drinking itself to death, and that's sleepy time. It's your, <laughs> it's your body say, wrestling you to the ground, saying, "All right, dummy, we're done. The night is over." And, and for loco, like disengages that whole situation it's taking the safety off yeah it's not good so I get, you know what else disengages that whole situation cocaine like yeah <laughs> this it's six in one half dozen in the other except one has kind of a fun name that's true like cocaine is a fun name it is a fun name it's fun to say fun to drink just i think that you you guys need to start taking care of yourselves and by you guys i mean anyone who's ever drank a four <laughs> you're better than that <laughs> You're better than that. Like drinking is such a wonderful experience that that is classy and like I I feel like this is the the complete like opposite of classy. Sometimes things go bad when you're drinking all night and it's like, "Oh man, that didn't go so See, most of the time you have a great experience. Sometimes you have a bad experience." But like Four Loco is like in like actively saying like this is going to be a disaster like this is going to be a wreck this is going to be a bad it seems like the kind of thing that if you were with a friend they should be honor bound to smack it out of your hand yeah Yeah. don't let friends don't let friends drink for loco for loco they stop unless they're like party friends unless they want to get down like you want to get down if you want to get down fuck it let's do some whippets and headbutt each other but like (laughs) let's not waste money on for loco let's fucking put some uh, football helmets on and hit each other with bowling pins to mix it up. Yeah, chop it up and do and do whippets. God damn it! I need a whippet right I now. Can, how about instead of a whippet? Why do you a, want a dog? Give you a question. Uh, many okay. of our good friends have been getting engaged recently. I'm happy for them, but the idea of being engaged right now really freaks me out. I'm in a relationship, and my boyfriend has started talking about us getting engaged. Uh, I've explained my commitment phobia, but I fear he will ask soon anyway. That's real love. <laughs> I love him. So I should should I say yes, even though I'm terrified? Potential runaway bride. Gmail. Oh, that's good. That's encouraging. This confu- this question confuses me. What's that? Well, just because like it seems like she doesn't understand the commitment she's making while stating she's afraid of commitment, like. If he asked, should I just say yes, even though I don't really want to? No, it's a pretty big deal to say yes. Yeah, like you fully shouldn't do that. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely not that. This, at all. It's not like a placeholder bookmark that you can back out of later. 
You know, just like, yes. She's not saying she doesn't want to, though. She's saying she's terrified. You can be terrified of things that are good for you, like the dentist. I I think you need to walk this whole idea back and figure out what it is that's scaring you so much. Because, you know what? It may be, it, it may be that you just... I, I don't want to... I'm not going to cast aspersions on your relationship. You're, this person may be great. It may be that you're you're not looking forward to spending a lifetime with them. That may not be it. There are many reasons you could be terrified. But just to be sort of um, randomly terrified of it, like to, to just be scared of commitment um, without a real reason to, um, may mean that there's something else going on in there, in the old heart. Well, what... What if it's simpler than that? What if she just sees her friends getting a, a great deal of my friends have gotten engaged this past year, like a lot of them. I would say probably ninety percent of my high school graduating class. Um, and like I see them together, I'm like, that's such a wicked bad idea. Like, not not the idea of getting engaged in general, but just you two together. Nuh-uh. like the worst idea. So maybe maybe you're afraid that. People will look at you like that, or maybe you're all afraid you'll you'll be like that. Mm. Um, which I guess makes sense. You just got to be confident in your own and what you got going, and can't compare it to to your friends. I, I, I would say don't one. don't let that factor into it at all. Don't let the the idea that all of your friends are getting engaged. Don't let that that has absolutely no bearing on your situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think step one is you need to talk to your boyfriend and be like, hey, straight up, remember two weeks ago when I said that I wasn't ready to get engaged? Keep that in mind. That hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. That is not something you need to bring up again right now. I'll let you know when the time is right, but it is not now. Yeah, this is one of those weird situations where you're, you having that fear should sort of preclude the discussion. Like, if, if you're terrified of commitment and you express this to your BF, and he still asks you to get married, that may not be, like, he he may not be ready. Like, that may not be the relationship you need to be in. Because that's, like, it's hard being married. Like, even if you love each other, it's tough. And that's not a good start to say, you know, I really don't want to do this. Well, I do, so now you have to. Like, that's yeah, that's not a good start. And plus, if neither of you are going anywhere, like, he might, here's probably what happened. Everyone was getting engaged. He brought up the idea of being engaged. You backed off a little bit. So now he's even more freaked out. So he's trying to hold on tighter. Mm -hmm. So he might force the issue because he's afraid of losing you because all of a sudden you weren't so down with the idea of being engaged. So you probably just need to make it clear to him that it's not a reflection of the relationship between you two. It's you and it's issues you have to work out on your own so that he's not freaked out. Yeah, I've. I sense from this email that you guys love each other. I can tell that. I, I sense a love there. But it sounds like you guys are one good long conversation away from getting this sorted out. Sounds yeah. like a convo needs to take place. Um, if if it's not going to work out, there's always Griffin. He's I can give you his phone number. He's super nice. Um, please, ladies. Ripe for the picking. Ripe for the, like a delicious cherry. I, one might even say overripe. <laughs> one might say he's developed some tendencies during his year of solitude that maybe are not so attractive. Maybe, maybe a few few bruises on the fruit. Maybe, a few, maybe my rind is a little moldy, figuratively and literally. <laughs> Ladies, please. Ladies are guys. I, I'm, Line forms to the left. Yeah, I'm not so picky anymore. Just anybody. <laughs> it, just take him. Uh, matchmaker, matchmaker. <laughs> hey, Indian lady. <laughs> I need some advice on saving money. You've come to the right place. Every time I get my allowance, I feel the urge. Oh, man. <laughs> Every time I get my allowance, I feel the urge to go buy something fabulous and amazing that I want, not necessarily need. Any tips that will result in the least amount of tears? Or tears. Tears. <laughs> tears. Because if it's tears, um, buy high-quality garments. Because that, sure. yeah, otherwise. Uh, tears, thanks, Grace, Form Spring. Uh, here's an MBMBM rule to live by. If you are still getting allowance, you don't have to be worried about saving. <laughs> that is correct. Um, In fact, you don't have to worry about shit. Everything's awesome. You're eight. Just chill for a while. Just chill out. You don't need to say. You know yet. what I would do if I was eight and didn't have a job or like any sort of 
uh, things to worry about. I would just like sit in a bath all day. Just go sit in a bath all day. That's free. Have you thought about you Grace? Know? Have you thought about just chilling in a bath? You know what I would do with my allowance if I was eight? High rate mutual fund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely an investment. Get down on future. an IRA. You're never too young. Never too young. Grace, I don't think you're eight, but I, it, seriously, this is not a joke. If you're getting allowance, you don't need to be worried about saving. You need to blow it. Buy some like I'm, whippets. <laughs> you're young. You'll recover. Eight. I started whippets when I was eight. Yeah. Wait. The, unless you're trying to save up for like some awesome purchase, like you're saving up to buy a TV for your room or something. No, fuck it. No, fuck it. Because you could wait ten weeks and get that TV, or you could have ten straight weeks of nothing but whippets and bubble tape. <laughs> <laughs> Don't save and money. And bubble tape flavored whippets. Don't save money. Uh, because if you want things, just get them. What if you save your money to get hit by a truck? I was going to say this because of people saving that the economy is going downhill. We got to spend, spend, spend. Yeah, Grace, spend the money market. like you were dying. Grace, you're the 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 kindling on which our feeble economy is building back into a, a blazing inferno of prosperity. And and America is the Zippo that's going to set you on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so, Grace, in closing, set yourself on fire. Set yourself on fire and spend all your money. Or set your money on fire. There it is. There it is. Hey, when did our podcast turn into mad money? (laughs) (laughs) When people started asking us questions about money, it's their problem. Ask. Here's the question we need to get: Should I ever ask you guys about money? Answer: No. There's your advice. You know, I have actually been so excellent with money since I moved to Chicago. Do you guys want to know my secret? Tell me. Anytime I have the opportunity to spend money, I say nah, and I, I. I do something else instead. Okay, I like that. Yeah, it's really? the same way people are like, hey, how do I drink less soda? It's pretty cool, actually. Um, you don't drink soda anymore. Okay. It is that easy. It really is, Grace. I mean, if you're really serious about saving money, take half the money you get and put it in a shoebox. Or 100% of it. Or 100%. And just, it's gone. You when, never got that money. Yeah. When, when you see something you want, think, do I want this or do I need it? And say, well, I'll leave it here now. And if I still want it in like three days, I'll come back and buy it. And by that point, you've forgotten about it. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. You know, another good one that works when you're at a store and you want something, think to yourself, ah, it's probably cheaper on the internet. I'll buy when I get home. And you yeah, won't have to think good. about it again. You won't, you won't, or just shoplift. Just take or, it. Take what you how want. about this? You get like, we'll say $20 for, for your allowance, right? You spend five of that on one whippet. Okay. And you do it, you do all of it really fast. And then you will literally forget about the other 50. <laughs> okay. Because that part of your brain will be. <laughs> do you guys know how many problems can be served with the, the, the liberal application of whippet? The thing is, it's important. You've got to be thinking about the $15 as you do mm-hmm. the whippet, right? It's like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Gotcha. <laughs> Got you. The whippets. Hey, do you guys know that I don't know what a whippet is? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, my 21st birthday is a few months away. I'd like to throw a fun party, but I don't drink, and I'd rather not have people drinking at my party. What are some fun ideas for a sober 21st? Sincerely, the life of the party. <laughs> Does this person not understand that when you... When you turn 21, that's the day that you're allowed to drink. Right. Here's, here's a fun idea. Do some drinking. <laughs> just uh, get some Four Locos and some Trash Monkeys, <laughs> and then just like, just get it all out of the way in one night. I, I would love to not, like actually give a real answer. I mean, but besides like board games, but even board games are more fun when you get a little tipsy and everyone gets stupid. It, it's you know just what I mean? really like, no good answer. It's like saying... Uh, I came downstairs uh, on December the 25th and my Christmas tree was ablaze and all my presents were ashes. How can I have a fun Christmas? Like, you can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't. Because th- here's the thing. and You are an adult now and it's time to have some adult fun. When you turn like 40, yeah, you can, you can kick it and you can be like, I don't want to drink anymore. I'm old. But right now... Part you if there are people at your party that wish they were drinking, you have a bullshit party. Wait, okay, it's not wait. a good party. Just you gotta not have a party. <laughs> you can't do. It. <laughs> Listen, you can't have a party. It's gonna be so depressing. You can't do I it. I feel like I feel like we need to be more clearly spoken because it sounds like we're saying, "Hey, pussy!" Like grab a beer, pussy. Um, which we're not. 
but you can't I don't know. It would be a bad idea for you to throw a 21st birthday party and then forbid people to drink. That's exactly party. what it you, is. You don't have to drink. Like, whatever. If you if, if that's not your scene, that's totally awesome. Um, you know, stand stick stick by your guns. Uh, but but, it, but I don't know. I think it would be a little... It's like having a pe- announcing that you're having a pizza party and then not allowing anyone to eat pizza. Because mm-hmm. not every party has to have booze at it. But when you announce it's your 21st birthday... There's a connotation to that where everyone goes, woo, turning 21. And then you're like, no, D-B-Y-O-B, don't bring your own booze. And that's sad. That is depressing for everyone. It's like, it would be like having a quinceanera without a nice dress or any waltzes. (laughs) How many of these can we turn out? It's like having, um, oh, come on, come on. Apparently exactly that many. Yeah. Apparently it's like having a dirt bike rally without any dirt bikes. Yeah, it, sure. Yeah, um, it's like having a, a John Cougar Melon Camp listening party and then not allowing anyone to wear any denim. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like making a bunch of jokes about whippets and not knowing what whippets are. What a whippet is. It's basically um, like that. I think you just need to ask yourself why you don't want people drinking at the party because you you can you can do that you can have a party and police it and be like hey you you know you you're a little you're maybe a little tipsy so don't um you know don't have any more but uh, i can see if it's your 21st you don't want a bunch of people doing something that makes you uncomfortable it's their it's their birthday i have an answer Laser tag. That's what oh I was, my, need, I was no. just about to say, go to a place that doesn't allow drinking, and then my mind went to Billy Bob's, and then my mind went to laser tag. That's fucking incredible. Laser tag. And then my mind went to tackling eight-year-old kids and saying, who's, who's the man now, dog? Sure. Um, get, get drunk on laser tag prowess. Yeah. Um, or you could do like a fancy dinner and a fancy restaurant where people could drink if they wanted to. But it's not at your house. You're not throwing the party, so it doesn't matter to you if people are drunk at a restaurant because nobody gets drunk at a restaurant. These are all um, good suggestions. Also, yeah. uh, whippets. Whippets. Hey, I've got a I've got a Yahoo Answers question. Uh, okay, I'm going to make you go back to back, but go ahead, give it to me. This one was sent in by Curly Head Poet, uh, Yahoo Answers user, Animal Lover. <laughs> Wait, one more An- time. Animal Lover. Uh huh. Uh, asks, how big of a turnoff is this, parentheses, for guys? One of my nipples points inwards and won't come out, a.k.a. <laughs> inverted nipple. Is this a big turnoff or not a big issue? <laughs> it's like the issue. It's like the whole thing. That's it the is, thing. It is a major issue. That is the issue. This is the, penul- the, the preeminent issue of our time is that, is that thing you said. A.k.a. Yeah. inverted nipple. Did you guys know that that is an alternate name that we can call this? A.K.A. Uh, this Lifetime or, Alone. <laughs> A.K.A. Shy Nipple. Shy Nipple. Come on out, oh. Hey, um, hey, my, come on. It's, it's basically like my situation is like uh, areola and then a basin. Like a basin <laughs> in the middle of it. I've got a concave nipple kind of deal. You could eat cereal out of it. Basically, is that normal? I have one more crevice for the guys from My Brother, My Brother, Me to fill with wisdom. Right now, it's yeah. my any nipple, any nipple, any nipple. And nothing's coming there. It's just an any nipple. Uh, in, in how much of a turnoff is it? I think that it's. I think that it's not a turnoff so much as it, as it is uh, fraud. <laughs> it is a fraudulent uh, relationship that you've entered into with this gentleman, and he will have you tried in a federal court of law. Sure. I want you guys I, to follow me on this. Okay. The okay. only way to combat a turn-off is with a turn-on. Okay. And nothing is sexier than confidence. So my <laughs> advice is to walk up to someone in a bar, say, hey, my name's Tanya. I have one inverted nipple. What's up? What's up? What's up? You don't believe me? Click, click, click. Booyah! And you bring it out. <laughs> um, play your cards like right. To- say, say, play your cards right. Maybe you'll find out if I'm lying. <laughs> and then that, that evening, you will confirm that you were not if I'm lying. Um... <laughs> Yeah, build a mystery around it. That's that's the best. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. Oh, when you take off your shirt, look down and scream, "Where'd it go? Whoa! <laughs> Get out of here!" He's nervous. No one will ever love me. And then you'll make that person be like, "Well, it's not so bad." And then you're like, "Well, psych. Now you're mine. Now you've already committed to me." Um, it's very bad. 
It's not. <laughs> it's a very bad thing. It's a very bad thing. Um, can I can I bust out some of the responses? Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, winky emoticon face. Okay. Uh, which is not like spelled out. It literally is one. Uh, responded. If he loves you, he won't care. If he doesn't love you, he will. <laughs> it seems like kind of a binary. Like I, I don't think that this is a black or white issue. I think that there can be degrees of grayness um, in between. It's got to be some weird beard's fantasy, right? Like it's got to be somebody who's like, I love it. I hate when girls have two that stick out. I want to wretch. Or when they have two that go in, but when they're one and one, like Ooh. husky eyes, yeah. Like- <laughs> I want. I want, have you considered wearing a patch over that one? <laughs> so when things get really intimate, you're like, "Arg!" And you lift it up. What about that? Um, how confused is that baby gonna be? Woof. How, how confused is her her baby gonna be? So hungry, so hungry. But it's actually drawing milk out of me. I. It's, this it, is, it's <laughs> like it's gonna be like the the uh, El Ranchero near my house. Like no matter how hungry you are, it never seems like it's open. You no. keep coming back, and it's like, again? Really? What am I going to do? Uh, God. Uh, it, 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 just mo- most importantly, don't get aroused, because it'll probably stop your heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your, nipple's attached, your nipple is attached to a lot of important organs. Yeah, it'll um, stop your heart. Uh, you, will, you will have to go to a hospital <laughs> for, for a dead. Um, how much of a turnoff is it for guys? I'm... Nipple's a nipple. A nipple's a nipple, right? <laughs> I mean, no matter how fucked up it is. Yeah, no matter how a boob's a boob's a boob. I mean, the guy is going to be, he probably won't notice the first time. I mean, God love him. Guys aren't the smartest. Um, it's probably not going to be that big of a deal as much as the production we've made out of it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I mean, now that we know, though, like if I ever, if I ever saw it. Um, I'm sure that that would be a very sensitive, that's a sensitive moment when you first see someone um, naked that you probably don't want their immediate reaction to be, what? <laughs> you need to get a tattoo under that nipple that says, not an exit. Or or just like, just it says, deal. Oops. <laughs> that or like, build it up. Like, boy, you're not going to believe what I've got for you. <laughs> like, nothing you You know, in seen. some cultures... <laughs> You've been with the rest. Now be with the inverted nipple, which is what I'm packing. <laughs> I, I've ruined which the surprise. Which one? You take a guess. You take it. Which one will it be? It's the left. Damn it. <laughs> I cannot keep a secret. These are the two things you need to know about me. I have one inverted nipple. I cannot keep a secret. Also, my heart is stopping. So things are going pretty good on this date, I guess. Um, I want to hear Griffin's last question. Uh, but first, quick housekeeping things. We have, officially do have, a big new round of merchandise that you should be purchasing uh, at com. You'll see a link there on the right-hand side with the pictures of all this, the sweatshirts. We've got uh, three new t-shirts, a uh, red logo shirt, the brown pack your bags, uh, pinkish, purplish, lilacish, orchid, orchid is what it is, ladies t-shirt. Um, we've got uh, two hooded sweatshirts, brown and uh, a navy blue, uh, and the the proceeds from those that we make go to uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters. And we've got a coffee mug. It's uh, a ton of stuff there. Um, you'll notice our our provider is changing. Uh, it's always been well, I mean, it's not technically changing. It's it's Ninja Bot has always been our uh, provider. He is changing his organization to uh, Level Up Studios. Um, uh, I like that better, I think. Yeah, it's a, it's a better uh, name. And, also, uh, Rocky Horror is working on his tunes now for the show. If you uh, one titled yet. Tristan. Oh. And one titled Fuck It. Yes. If you haven't seen it yet, get on YouTube. Search um, uh, MBMBAM Cuts Up, or Bird Flu Cuts Up MBMBAM. I think that's what it called. it's called. Uh and it's like a sample of what it's going to sound like. It is so fresh. It is so inconceivably fresh. Um, yeah, they, they, it's 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 pretty incredible. Um, is there anything else we need to need to to? I, pl- what what? 
I realized something. Tell me. For all of you new people that are just starting in. At the beginning of the show, you'll hear a very humorous disclaimer. That is by our mm. friend Bob Ball. Um, if you don't follow him on Twitter, his name is V.O. Bob Ball. He is a wonderful gentleman. He posted a video about the MBMBAM shirt on vacation in it Vegas. Is, it is Bob Ball V.O. Just... Oh, Bob Ball VO. My bad. Uh, he also sent me a lovely birthday present, which I would like to thank him for. Oh, me too. Um, he sent me one, too. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Yeah, it's a callback. You know what? I changed my mind. Bob, eat it. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I, I thank you, uh, Adanzas, for spreading the word on, on Twitter. Um, to everybody who gave us the Follow Fridays and the, the sh- sharing the quotes. We love that. To see that on, on Twitter. Um, just use the MBMBAM hashtag. And remember, if you're going to promote us, don't start with at MBMBAM because that uh, will only go to to us. To us and people who follow us already. Also, we haven't talked about this in a while. Um, listening parties. If you want to have a listening party, um, I think our rule is more than f- or four or more people, yeah. right? And there have to be some, some new listeners in there. You have to evangelize. But uh, if you do that uh, and send us an email... With the subject, uh, MBMBAM Listening Party, we will record a very special message just for you. We've, we have been keeping up with that. In fact, we just recorded uh, Jeff Mondlock, the, the original Mabimbam Listening Party holder. Uh, Mabimbam, uh, what is it, Fan Club Alpha? Uh-huh. Uh, just had their 11th party. So they got another special, uh, extra special length message. Uh, and of course, we need to shout them out in the show because, I mean, they're soldiers. Even when we don't do the show, they still they still rally. Um, so uh, follow their example and and get together with some friends and share the show with people that you love. So uh, Griffin, I think we're ready for that big last question. Oh oh, one more thing. Um, I think the podcast award dot, awards dot com thing is still going on. I mean, if you're wanting to maybe throw a vote our way, podcastawards dot com, vote for us. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Thank best you. best home and garden show. That category, um, I feel like. We what are we call. telling people to do? Actually, Com- I don't. We haven't. Comedy, it's been really scattered. I guess. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> I we've gotten a couple of best. We're going to uh, be religious. in twentieth place in all the categories. <laughs> <laughs> best inspirational podcast. Best religious podcast. Oh, I think we're inspirational as fuck. Just <laughs> <laughs> so fucking inspirational. Uh, Griffin, we've waited long enough. Uh, this one was sent in by Jacob Locker, who's I, this is like tenth show in a row, twentieth every episode. He's he's everywhere. Uh, thank you, Jacob. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user Dante, who asks, "What helpful tip could you give to attract a lady pharmacist?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McRoy. I'm Travis McRoy. I'm Griffin McRoy. This is what my brother and my brother made because your dad's school on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart, hey. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart, man. These girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part. <laughs> <laughs>